Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way And welcome back to Children of Verte. We're so excited to have you here today. As usual, we'll jump over to Adam to hear all about our amazing sponsors today. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, for all of your support throughout our show so far. Uh, we really appreciate it. You can grab an Electrum chest code on the overlay bouncing around in chat. Thanks for all of that, uh, you know, wonderful support, especially uh, you know, with a game like that, that, uh, I could be playing right now while I'm streaming and no one will ever know <laughs> if that's actually happening. This is not the NBA that I'm watching. Thankfully there's not a game tonight. It might be idle champions of the forgotten realms though. So, um, you'll never know. Um, also thank you diehard dice for all of the support there. You can use the code Erte in their store to get 10% off your order. We are also going to be giving away a $20 uh, promotional discount. Uh, pay attention to the prompts and chat to potentially win that here tonight. And they have gifted our cast with, this is the last one on this list. I have people sending me lists all the time. So if you have <laughs> list ideas, by all means, share them with me. Even if they don't get used, they bring a smile to the face. Um, but uh, they have gifted our cast with dead Deb's Determiners of Doom. Oh. Deb's Determiners Ooh. of Doom. I like so that. The That's Game Master very... gets to shine tonight. I thought that I like I, it. Could be Deb's Determiners of Destiny, but Doom feels more appropriate. <laughs> I'm sure players would agree that Doom is somehow more appropriate. I don't like it. Moving on to Sirenscape. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sirenscape, for the support. Uh, you'll hear those dulcet tones here tonight in the episode because epic games need epic sound. I'm Adam Bradford. I'm the CDO at Demi Plane. We have tons going on right now. The open beta for uh, our first games character tool. Pathfinder for Pathfinder Nexus is out now. So check out the character builder digital character sheet. We're uh, working on several games at the moment, including Avatar and Vampire the Masquerade. So more news on those very soon here as well. And tonight I am playing Silas Sorrell, your dimensionally displaced magical superfan. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> I'm Alicia Marie. You can find me on socials at Alicia Marie Body. I'm a costume artist and RPG performer. And I am, we were talking about this before we went live, I'm getting ready to start the convention tour summer of greatness. Uh, this weekend I'll be in Phoenix, Arizona for Phoenix Fan Fusion. It's my first time I'm appearing at this convention. I'll be there with Foreteller Games 
in my chosen cosplays. I haven't decided yet, but I will be at booth G207. So if you're there, make it over and say hi. I don't bite hard. Tonight, I am playing for Ruza Armstrong, attorney at law, simple. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on socials as at DreamWisp or on Twitch as DreamWispJen. Uh, I have uh, Dreams and Machines has all sorts of cool stuff happening. Check out um, more about it. It's a brand new system coming out from Modifius, brand new universe that I helped write for uh, at dreamsandmachines.com. Um, some other fun things happening in the future that I'll talk about when there's <laughs> when I have information to talk about. Um, but tonight I will be playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. Hi, everyone. I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content manager over at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can find me on the socials as Oba Lauren. I don't talk about it too much, but I've got a podcast that's been running for six years now. We're, we're starting campaign two. And, you know, I'd love you to listen if you feel like listening to more D&D stuff. I'm the DM of that one. Uh Probably not as much doom. Maybe. I don't know. It's called Distinguished More Adventurers. Destiny, you can find it. I don't know. We'll see. It's, You're about it's to start a new campaign. Too. Like, you never know. I mean, I mean, Deb is incredibly inspiring. So maybe what there'll are you be way to more say, doom. Lauren? You think you're nicer than me or something? <laughs> no, I, no, I'm just very happy that uh, I'm tonight playing Carolyn Nebster, who's still alive and has an emotional support wolf. Oh. Uh, hi everybody, I'm Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. Uh, you can watch me be a dungeon master on Misfits of Alsetto on Wednesdays. And uh, tonight I am playing Miss Robin Beckett, your favorite granny for hire. Yay, wonderful. Um, and I'm Deborah Mullen, your storyteller for this evening. I'm so excited to be here playing with you all tonight. Um, thank you, everyone. Uh, let's get comfortable, players, Josh, everyone at home. Get a comfy, cozy blanket and a warm beverage, and we'll settle in for the 47th chapter of Children of Air Day. So last we left you, you each individually had made your way through this mirror maze of, of challenge and delusion, um, finally to find yourself in a small chamber. All of you encircled around a glass shard suspended in the ice in the column between you. Um, you found a, you know, a piece of paper embedded in the ice that had a poem upon it, um, a number of, I think, seven little glass bottles filled with liquid on a shelf below that. Um, and you very briefly saw reflected an image of a loved one um, looking towards you with a quick lock of their eye before they all disappeared simultaneously and revealed the shard to you. So now looking through the ice, you can just indistinctly see the figures of your, your companions through this column of glass, um, right in the center of which you see this shard. It is so good to see all of you. Are you all okay? It's all been ruffled, but you can hear it ah. I think so. Neb will say it again, but she will yell, which Lauren won't do because uh, <laughs> I, I like Josh a lot. And okay. I don't want to put his ears in that. Silas is going to reach out with his mind and uh -huh. say, Neb, can you hear me? Can I? Yes, with your mind, you can. 
Yes, Silas, are you okay? Is everybody okay? Uh, I'm okay, but I haven't talked to the others yet. And then I uh, will just go and like cycle to everyone. Is everyone okay? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> thumbs up, blurry thumbs up begin to shine through the, the column of ice. Mashing and, and then up I'm again. going to, I'm going to keep, uh, you know, uh, kind of cycling through and, you know, you're probably only getting like half of this because I, I lose interest and I like go to the next person <laughs> too early. But, um, but it's essentially like, all right, it looks like we're in another situation where we can't talk, um, you know, physically. So I'm going to have to play translator a little bit here uh remember you can talk to me and i can talk to you but i don't think we can talk to each other and i'm just like kind of peppering that across uh everybody so now what, we... what do we do <laughs> yeah how do we get out of here uh Teresa's asking how do we get out of the, here these vials of things, a poem. We must solve a puzzle. I'll hold up the piece of paper I've pulled out of the ice mm -hmm. and just point point at it and go. Yeah, she places it up against the 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 ice. You can you can see sort of you can't read it obviously, but you see that it is the same paper that the rest of you can see embedded in your walls. And the shape of the words like the looks the same as the one that we can each see, right? They don't From look like the the shape is different for no us. to you it it looks you know as much as you can see through the distortion of the ice yes it, it looks basically the same okay does someone want to read it the poem i'm sure we can we can read it again with someone like sure, to. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and read it um there we go the fifth potion is common on the breast of a bird upon feeling true love you may turn the third the sixth will add something without leaving a trace and the fourth is the color of gossamer lace you may be the first if you're if you're feeling down when mixed with the second the third becomes brown the last potion added won't be a surprise it's the color you see when you close your eyes and I'm going to pick back up my emotional support wolf. Because <laughs> that's, Man, that's all Nev is going to do. Ask me later. <laughs> scratch, scratch, scratch. I didn't get a wolf, Silas. <laughs> so, uh, Feruza, I don't think anybody got a wolf. But um, so we're, we're all, Feruza, I'm starting with you. And I'm going to mm -hmm. try to, you know, convey this to everyone. I am going to just like, I, I'm just kind of like putting my finger on my nose and in a not it way, I'm going okay. to try to help us communicate, but I yeah. have no clue what this poem means. <laughs> I am so oh. lost. I don't even know, like, you know, in a video game, most of the time you're like, you know, oh, you put this in the slot, you use ultra hand and you like move it and and it, 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 it plugs right into where this ball is supposed to go. But like with this right here, I just see a whole bunch of stuff and there is no input for the controller to tie into. So I'm just saying I'm pretty useless right now. The cursor has not changed to an icon. Yes. In Silas's vision. No Mickey Mouse hand. <laughs> so... There are actual bottles, though, right? There are bottles. There are Can seven bottles. Can you describe 
those I can. for us, please? Um, they are all of different sort of shapes and sizes. Um, you know, one is sort of a bowl at the bottom with a long curved gooseneck top. Others are very small and dainty. Others are tall and thin, some of thicker glass. But in general, there are seven colors. There is black, white, blue, a clear liquid, kind of like uh, water, uh, green, red, and yellow. And as you look at them, they don't appear to have frozen. They do appear to be liquid still. Uh, real, real quick clarification. Yeah. These potions okay. are where? Located where? So on in the, you know, the glass wall where you see the, the paper embedded, Ooh. down below there's a little shelf of ice that's just been chipped away or the rock. For each been... of us? Yes, you each have. Each of us. Okay, each have the seven same potions. Setup. You okay. all have the same setup. So what are we supposed to do with the bottles? Are we supposed to drink them? Drink it? Dr drink? Does it look like there is a receptacle of some sort? Give me an investigation check. <laughs> Need a character sheet for that, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Neb considers Miss drinking Robin, one of are you trying to say something? What are you uh, saying? 18. 18. Um, no. You don't no see any particular place to put this, and that is indeed disturbing or confusing. Um, the colors that you rattled off, was that left or right? Yes. Uh, Neb's going to pick up the the one on the left, the black, <laughs> the black one, and just look under it. Is, is there like a, a slot it goes into, or is it just on a shelf? Is there a number under it? Is there, there is anything no... on the shelf. There is no number under it. Um, as you pull it up, it's, it sticks a little bit, the icy glass to the ice, but you are able to dislodge it and you see that the liquid inside moves. Um, there's a cork on the top of it, um, but there is no identifying. Silas, Silas, Silas. Uh, yes, are you trying to talk, Miss <laughs> Robin? Yes, I think, what if we drink the potions in the order of the poem to like like an Alice in Wonderland or something. So you want to put this strange, completely and entirely unknown liquid into an orifice that goes into your body. Stranger things has happened. Yes, yes, they have. And you look I'll never over see and the final season. <laughs> you look over at Neb, she's still got emotional support wolf in one hand, and she's pulled off the cork of the black bottle with her teeth and is just kind of giving it a sniff. Perception check. Uh, sure. <laughs> We're all watching Neb, like, did she disappear or something? Anything happened to her? 21. It smells like licorice. Feruza, Miss Robin is thinking that we should drink these in the order of the poem. Maeve, Miss Robin thinks that we might should drink these in the order of the poem. <laughs> well, Neb, drink, I, drink I can't really all? see what you're doing over there, but like, yeah, yeah and, and Silas is yeah. getting like lost in, in the crossfire here. Yeah. But, um, but we think that maybe we should drink them. Them all? Drink them all. all of in order, Feruza, like, like the poem is saying fifth and sixth and eighth and stuff and we should okay. do what they say there but i need you all to figure it out because there is no mickey mouse hand is on the is there anything on the back of the page is there anything um like can we see yours is still embedded in the ice i believe okay but on the back of anybody else's page that would be neb i think is the only one who took it out okay I didn't know if they were up 
against each other, there... so we were seeing each other's. No, each so other's you are forces. like like um, you know, like a pentagon. You are like one on each side with this glass shard and the okay. ice in the middle. So we can't see the back of anyone yeah. else's. No, no, you can't. Okay, so I'm going to gesture to Neb to flip the page. Mm -hmm. Neb flips it. There's nothing on the back. All right. Is the mirror shard in what appears to be solid ice? Yes, it appears okay. to be solid ice between the five of you. Oh, silence, silence. Yes, what is it, Miss Robin? <laughs> what if we have to pour these liquids onto the ice in the order of the poem and it melts away the ice. I think that that makes as much sense as any of the other stuff that we've said. Hey, Fair. Maeve, Robin is wondering if we pour them onto the ice in the order. Feruza, Robin is wondering <laughs> if we pour these on the ice in the order. Ned, Robin is wondering if this we pour these on like ice This one smells like licorice. Did you know that? Uh, licorice? That, yeah, uh, the black one. It smells so, like licorice. Like, please don't drink it yet, do, Neb. Um, do because... any of the others? Oh, I didn't hear that. Never mind. <laughs> oh! But we, I mean, we can buy it. Hey, Silas, hey, Silas hey, is giving information. Yeah. Uh, Neb says that it's like the black one smells like licorice, which, I mean, what else does black what smell like? What do the like? other ones smell like? Try um, it. Open one, Silas. You do yeah, it. Yeah, like, what? What? I gotta do it? And then you see Silas <laughs> pop one? off uh, which clear. One? The clear one? Go ahead. What am I doing? A perception like check? Salt. Oh. Yeah, do a perception oh. check. I gave it to you already. Whoops. Salt. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. What a perfect time for me to roll a one. No, um, no, no. <laughs> What'd you roll? I did roll a one. It was... <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. It, it doesn't smell like salt. <laughs> oh, my God. This, this, this smells like any clear-ish liquid that I've ever smelled in my life. Um, is what I'm like uh, telling everyone. Uh, so it might be water. What? And then the... I pop off okay. another one. What's next? Blue? You want to try blue? Sure. Yeah, if I see Silas doing... Perception check. Uh, if I see, see Silas doing what I was just doing, I'll grab the next one in line, which is the white one, and I'll yeah. give it up. Well, that's a 21. That's, I'm All so, right. I'm, I'm on this blue. That smells like berries. <gasps> this blue smells like berries. Why would like they make it flavored if it was to drink it? Have you ever had colored markers? <laughs> What's that, Maeve? You were the one that was licking the markers, that, so right? Yeah. <laughs> Maeve says, have you ever had colored markers? <laughs> Not as a as a snack, no. But oh, so no. they're delicious. Oh, I totally ate my markers in the day. <laughs> if not food, why Side food note, smelling? Full disclaimer, mm. Demiplane does not endorse the eating of yes. markers. No. no. This is structured make-believe that we're getting <laughs> yes. for kids. I was much more eating of markers, says the CEO. The eating of markers or the drinking of strange fluids that you find in bottles embedded in ice. Do as we say, Don't not as we your do. potions, kids. Yes. The As potions table will tell you why not. <laughs> I was always much more interested in, in Play-Doh. I thought that always smelled a lot better. But... Crayons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I ate um, plenty of Play-Doh, too. So what, what did well, yours smell like, Lauren? The white one? Oh, I don't know. Did, oh, perception did, check. Did you, did you smell it? the white? Uh, I already hit the thing. Uh, 19. Okay, yeah, what'd you get? A 19 for the white one? Um, mm -hmm. The white one smells like snow. Like, again, that like crisp kind of charged air. Yeah, there you go. When I, when I pass that along, I'll also to, uh, to Silas say, well, um, I, I mean, I can keep sniffing these. I've, 
I've got a wolf near me, so maybe it's it's helping. I don't know, but we should figure out what the order is so that when we yeah. so that we can then do something cuz I mean, I've got a I've got a paper and I got a bunch of bottles. I'm happy to drink whatever you think should be going first. <laughs> Nab is saying offering herself up willingly to throw this down uh and, and drink this. Um but uh she is mentioning that we probably need to know the order that we think they actually should be drunk in. Drunk in. Okay, let's 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 figure that out before we drink anything. She's doing this. So so Silas is going to go left or right, uh-huh. and he's going to hold hold, hold them up okay. and and see what everybody and 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 he like says to each of them in turn. Hold up, how many fingers you think this is? And then Which he's going to. Is. Hold up, what, what was first? Sorry, black. Blue. Black was the furthest on the oh. left. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna hold up black. Eight. Seven. Is there seven? There's Number seven. seven. Yeah, close your eyes. Seven. Okay, everyone holds up seven fingers. Okay. And, and Neb doesn't hold up and anything then, because she realizes she's still holding a wolf, and so she's like. <laughs> and then Silas is gonna say, Wait a minute. I'm the one holding these up. I definitely can't take the notes. So does somebody else have this? And he like takes I have the notes. notes. <laughs> uh, Excellent. So no. then um, I didn't take notes before on the order either. So what is next? Uh, next is white. Okay, white. <laughs> that should be the gossamer one. Mm-hmm. Gossamer lace. Four. four. Uh, so that's four. Okay. Next is, was it blue? Yep. That's one. Which one? One. Which one is one? Blue. Oh, yes. Blue. You might be the first if <laughs> okay. you're feeling down. Okay. <laughs> then was. Clear is the next one. Clear. Uh, six. Third is. Uh, clear would be the trace. Yeah. Six. Number six. And then. Okay. Green is next. Green and white. Yeah. Okay, number so two. Green. green. Number two. Green is number two. Mm hmm. And since we haven't made it there yet, Neb will pick up the green one, uncork it, and give it a sniff. Give me a perception check, please. Uh, I, that would be a plus six if you don't mind, please. Got it. Ooh, nice. Um, it smells like fresh mown grass. Oh. Petrichor or just the grass part? <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. So just um, the grass. Oh, oh smell, of, is... smell of dust after rain. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm. it's a little different, but like, ooh, fresh cut grass is real nice. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 don't, don't drink it. Not yet. Not so yet, we not said yet. green was three. No, green was two. Green was two. Uh, yeah. Third is red. Sorry, two. Third is yes. red. Yeah. Red, red is the next love. one that Silas next. And then white. And then yellow what? is oh, yellow. the final. Is number five. How many of there are there? Is so white what we're calling clear? No, white and clear are two different colors. I don't remember yeah. holding up white, but what, white, what was white? White was the second white one. White was second. Up. That's the color of the gossamer lace. Got it. Okay. It's white. Yeah. And, and yellow number we're saying So is then red is third, five. we said. Third. And then yellow is number yellow. five. Who is number one again? Blue. One blue. is blue. So we have okay. blue, yeah. green, mm-hmm. yellow, white. I'm sorry. Blue. What? Blue. 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 Green. Green. Red. Red. White, white, yellow, yellow clear, clear, black, black. Though I mm, puzzle, puzzle Jen is wondering. <laughs> uh-huh. 
if upon feeling true love you may turn the third is not a trick. What? What color would you turn if you turn? Green? Green? Jealous? Green? I don't don't know. If if we actually have to, like, turn the bottle. (laughs) If... I will say, if it's not red, then it has to be green, because green and red are the two that make brown. Right, I know, but I don't know if... I'm saying that you might have to, like, turn the bottle before using it. Oh, okay. I don't know. that I might be overthinking Mm -hmm. this, and this might be me puzzle braining. Yeah. So, well, so I don't are know. we really drinking this though? I don't know if we have to drink it. So so the thing about drinking it is there's no actual information that we might have to drink it and it does seem pretty wasteful to, to drink it if you how full are the bottles? Um pretty full. Yeah. Maybe we just take sips. Like I said, some of them are very small and there might only be like an ounce of liquid in there, and then some of them are much bigger and there's much more liquid. I Maybe people that are really good at throwing up should drink the Mave. Like, what, what do you think? I wonder if we should just try putting a drop out first. A drop Where? of time. A drop of it? Maybe. To see if it, it perhaps melts the ice or something. Because maybe that's all you need. It seems awful wasteful to have a, some, something that you can only use once. Maybe that's why there's five of us in case we make a mistake. We've got four other chances. Maybe only one of us needs to do this correctly. Like, it, it would be easier, honestly, if there were only five, because then we would think, oh, maybe there's one for each of us. But since there's seven. Also, I'm going to the cork on the red and give it a sniff. <laughs> Perception check. What did you say? Plus six? Uh, plus six, please. Um, this is hard. Um, you've smelled it before, but it, it's not real clear. It's familiar, but you can't put your... What, what do you think, emotional support wolf? No, you can't talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're, you're just here for funds. Okay. Uh, and I'll try the yellow. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I guess that's me. Six. One more. This one's also really hard. It's very, um, very faint and nuanced. Hmm. You know, you've been smelling a lot of stuff, so that you need like a palate cleanser or something. Silas mm-hmm. goes around to everyone and says, Hey, I'm really, really sorry, but it's been a long time since I've been to the facilities. I'll be right back. And you see him walk down the hall just a little bit. <laughs> All right, bye, Silas. We'll and now we late. can't communicate. And now you can't. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and can I smell the ones? Well, mm. yeah, you can smell. Can I try uh, the red and the yellow? Yeah, go for Yeah, it. I would have, before Silas went to the the WC, I would have <laughs> had him say, well, this is what I think of all of them, although the red and the yellow, and mm-hmm. not, I'm not no. sure. It's, it's cold. 16 and 19. Oh, 16 and 19. Um, so for the red, um, it's an iron smell, like rusty blood. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, maybe we're not supposed mm. to drink them. <laughs> And on the yellow, it's sunflowers. You're almost oh. positive. The overwhelming perfume of sunflowers. Interesting. How, how much is in the blue vial? The blue vial specifically here. Yeah, since that's the first one we're yes. supposed to do something with. I actually do know that. I just have to open the note. Uh, the blue vial. Uh, that looks like... Maybe three ounces. 
It's one of like more of the medium sized bottles. It's kind of, you know, kind of a, almost a triangle shape wider at the top and smaller at the bottom. Uh, when Silas returns, uh, and have, I'll have him relay what I'll suggest is, so we can at least try a little bit of the blue if we want to just do a drop somewhere, either one of us or all of us, since there seems to be enough blue that we could probably not have to use it oh, all at one once. One other thing, D did two people smell the same vial? Have we checked to make sure it smells the same to all of us? We have not. Oh, I, we can run through. Can we try and do that before we do anything else. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, so, I I went through them all except for the clear one because Silas got that one. So can I can I cross check? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Which one do you want to smell? I'll start at the top again. I'll so see. the black. Give me a black. perception check. Uh, seventeen. 17. Uh, that does also smell like licorice to you. Okay. 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 So, so, so Silas, while you were gone, uh, we discovered that the last two are, well, sunflowers is arguably food, but the, I guess iron and rusty blood is food if you're a vampire, but uh, for most of us, that's not. So, what, what we think, we, we think the red smells like it's, blood? It smells rusty, like, like irony, that sort of coppery smell. So like perhaps not edible here. So maybe we drop it on the paper. Uh, oh. Oh. Well, and oh. I was suggesting we we just go ahead and start with the blue because it looks like we have enough that we can try a few things. See what happens. I mean, oh, wait, at the bottom. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. The paper. Okay. Hang on. The paper. Uh, there are seven of them. Yeah, oh, no, there are seven of them. Yes. There are more dots in the pattern than there are. I thought there were only seven dots, but there's not. <laughs> Jen, I love your brain. Jen, I, I, love your I brain hate my so brain. Much. Living in my brain is very difficult. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that it is for you, but practicing your brain is a delight. <laughs> I would so like bad. to echo all of that. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, maybe one of us should just take, like, you know, a good bit of the blue and, like, just throw it. Like, just try to, like, sprinkle it, like, on as much <laughs> stuff as we can hit. Well, I'm trying to think. Did anyone, as you were walking around, find anything else that might be I don't know, did I? That's a plus two, Deborah. Uh, a plus two to see if you, while you went, while you went to <laughs> sure. sort of relieve yourself. I assume, I assume perception, if it's investigation, um, I can give you You had point. to go so bad, you, all you could think about was relieving yourself. Yeah, I mean, we've been yeah. down here for hours. Yeah. We just went you through another death to And also, you you might have, you know, like, I don't know, written your initials or, you know, that thing. That, oh, yeah, that definitely. Do. I do that uh, every time. That's a given. So, at the bottom of the... <laughs> I'm so glad that we didn't have to see any of that. <laughs> no, 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 not you. Not now. Um, at the bottom of the mine, yeah. when we had to do that whole jumping puzzle and everything, as we solved things, like we, we got feedback. So As let's see. And it. I'm gonna pick up the blue vial and I wanna drop a drop of blue on the the place on on the shelf. On the oh, ice shelf. On the ice shelf. Okay. Yeah, and I'll put it, I'll like move the black one out of the way and do a drop <laughs> in spot one and see what okay. happens. Okay, okay, gotcha. Um see you move the black one out of the, you uncork the blue one, this the smell wafts out. You pour a drop on the ice there. It settles for a couple of seconds and begins to freeze. Mm. Oh, so to drink it then. Um, gonna, just, let's put it on the paper. Do you want to try putting the bottles in order? Wait, 
Maybe we can we do just that. all have to put the bottles in order do they before have we have slots? to do anything with them. Okay. <laughs> they don't have okay. slots, but they are lined <laughs> up on the thing. And, and as, you know, and, and um, if, you know, the one that you picked up, the clear one to smell it, you can see <clears> there's an indent, like it, the, the ice had sort of formed around it. So Silas starts kind of floating them. And yes. like all of them are just floating and he's like rearranging them. And but he like probably did not remember the order. Yeah. And so even if this is what's supposed to happen, like other people probably should be doing this. Well, with with the suggestions, uh Nebel do both. She'll grab the paper since she's pulled it out. Mm -hmm. Um, she'll do a drop on the paper on the place where it talks about the first line of the poem, and then she'll put whatever's left in the flask on slot one and okay. spot one. Okay. And see what happens. The drop of blue drops onto the paper, you know, puddles, pools a little bit as, you know, it sort of finds creases and it soaks in like ink and leaves a little stain. And that's that it. it. Okay. And then when I, I put, wish there was. Oh, go ahead. Say what you're saying. <laughs> when I put the bottle on spot one, on the yes. furthest left part of this shelf, does anything uh -huh. happen? Um. No, it is also a little bit too small for the indent left from the black bottle. Or the, the bottle with the, the black liquid in it. I'll relay everything I just tried to Silas, who will relay it to everybody in, in magical ways. Mm. <laughs> I don't think rearranging them at least in the same spot as the thing. And actually, I didn't think that. Neb thought that, but I'm conveying it to all of you. I mean, we're left with spraying the color somewhere or drinking it, at least yeah. of what we've come up with. Si Silas mm. picks up the blue and Which? just the little tiniest bit takes it to his lips and, and drinks, like basically as if he was trying a very hot beverage. Gotcha. Um... I get impatient. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're stuck in ice. Give a what? Constitution saving. Oh, this is starting wonderfully. Which direction <laughs> is the mirror shard facing? You. Uh, that's a 16. It's a 16. It gives you that little, like, you know, like when you eat pineapple, that little, like, bite. Tickle, tickle yeah. bite on your tongue when you taste it. Um, it's not bad, and it does have a little sort of fruity flavor to it, um, but it, it's a little itchy. What kind of pineapples are you eating? <laughs> <laughs> I you don't understand that. that. Pineapples, have little, pineapples have little swords in them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, yeah. When you don't cut itchy. the pineapple pr properly and get the little rind parts. No, not the rind. The, no, the, it's, a, it's a chemical in it. The flesh actually, is like, it actually yeah. can, if you eat enough pineapple, yeah. it can actually eat through. Yeah, there's a, yeah. Are you kidding yeah, there's a whole thing. No, 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 no. I'm 100% serious. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. That's, that's why some people get itchy when they pineapples. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. You're just you just can't eat a whole one. Yeah. Just please yeah, add no, it. No. don't eat a whole pineapple. I mean, I guess I've never had the occasion to eat a whole pineapple in my life. That's why hey. real pineapple is so great because it takes away some of that. Oh yeah. my god. We're so funny. We're this is like this is the episode of bad advice to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Demi Plain does not condone the eating of Do not eat whole pineapple. <laughs> but definitely grill some pineapple. Because it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay. Um, and then nothing else happens other than me learning about pineapples. Uh, at this moment, no. Oh. Uh, just oh. Was, you know, just this little droplet. Uh, Miss Miss Robin, Feruza, do either of you have any other suggestions before we all start? Drinking pineapple juice? I think that one of us should drink it, and since I'm already in, it probably should be me. Because if I die, that doesn't mean that everybody has to die. It does. You die, are Silas. a healer, man. I didn't think that part through. I did not think that part through. Also, didn't we start this off by saying no one is supposed to die, and then Neb just yes. like aggressively keeps petting her, yes. her wolf? Um. Uh, Miss Robin or Rosa? This is my thing. I keep going back to like, why seven? Why these specific colors? Am I overlooking into something that should be Occam's razor simple? (laughs) Well, seven is one of those mystical numbers that you see uh, showing up in a lot of civilizations as an important number. I mean, even for us, seven is lucky, right? I don't know if there's because five I of can't us. remember what was the next one. What do you mean? Uh, green. <laughs> what was the next one? What? Green. Yeah. Green. All right. Hey, I'm just going to try a little bit. If I pass out over here, I believe that Nev knows how to heal a little bit. I have no idea if it will work across this, you know, magical gulf that we're in right now. But mm-hmm. like, I will like gag myself if I need to. Okay. Can Can I hold up the bottles into the mirror shard and see if they look the same? Give me, give me a perception check for that. Uh, 21. You did good at these, man. It's going um, well tonight. It is. Oh, goodness. So Oof. as you hold it up, there is distortion. It is hard to get it at the right angle to see it. But as you hold it up, it does seem to reflect it pretty perfectly, especially considering all of the weird reflections you've seen. Okay. So there's no distortion on the color, everything... It seems to be reflecting accurately. I'm, I'm just wondering if this is like a refraction or like, it just doesn't seem. A little bit of green. Oh. <laughs> so you drank it. Yeah, I was going to ask what happened. Constitution <laughs> saving throw, Silas. Good grief. Oh, it had to be my a good one. Somewhere? That's only a 15. That's only a 15. Um, yeah, it tastes like you're eating kind of fresh dirt and plants it's it, it's Used a little bit all the time too. yeah it's a little bit you know uh it feels very fresh but it's it's you know it has that little sort of you know flavor to it the the Ooh. amount of ice I, I know this might be hard to really really see but the amount of ice that's between say where i am standing and the mirror shard like how mm-hmm. thick is that between, oh, you, um, yeah. Uh, let's do investigation for that. Okay. Uh, can uh, I read out colors and can someone who's not looking at the words think if this, vi- like someone with a visual thought, see mm-hmm. if they come up with anything as I read this yeah. out? So blue, green, red, white, yellow, clear, black. Is there anything that's coming out of that for anybody? There's Those like colors are very specific, right? <laughs> colors yeah. are very specific. And I know I'm probably really overthinking this, but <laughs> what well, was your investigation, Lauren? Or uh, Neb? I got a nineteen and, and Neb will, will respond to that and say, Well, I mean, they had to make the poem rhyme, so maybe there's only so many colors you can fit into that kind of couplet rhyming scheme. 
Um, you think it's probably about three feet between, you know, the edge of the ice and where the shard is. About three feet. Would, um, would Robin know whether maybe perhaps we're in the center of the bowl? Uh, yeah, you want to give me a... That's sort of, what is that? I mean, that's sort of spatial awareness. It's hard because you went through that misty thing. Mm -hmm. Um... Give me a nature check. Let's nature. see if there's any evidence. Teresa, what was number three? Uh, that's a nine. A nine. Red. Yeah, you Red. went through a mystical door. <laughs> yeah. You went through a maze of mirrors. Trying to keep any sense of, of where you are is really hard. And there's there's just ice everywhere. And, and this illusionary, magic-y sheets of ice that kind of play with your perception. So you see no evidence of where you are okay. beneath the glacier. If you are Silas, still there. Silas, wait. Silas, wait. Give me. Let me try one more thing what because I noticed that um, when I put the when I put the water on the the ice, it froze. But it's not frozen in this. And I want to uh, stick my finger into the blue vial. Yes. And get like a drop, and uh -huh. then uh, kind of smear that on the ice in front of me to see does it freeze there or does it do something else? Cool. Does these are kind of our colors. They yeah. are, right? So I was like, where, what? But there's seven. There's only seven, so it's, that's seven. where I get confused. <laughs> but that's, so it's, that's weird, but like. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so Neb, as you stick your finger in the bottle and you, you pull it out and there's that little bit of blue on your finger, you can already feel once it's out of the bottle, it's starting to freeze a little bit. And as you smear it on the wall in front of you, it very slowly starts to crystallize and freeze. Mm -hmm. Jeez, I take a little sip of red. Silas still following this like barely little. Okay, give me a Constitution saving throw. Oh boy. Oh goodness. Rusty. This, the law of averages is not working for me here. Um, that is only a twelve. That is only a twelve. Um, as you take a sip of this, it tastes like warm blood flowing over your lips. Like if you were to bit your lip mm -hmm. or bit your tongue and it starts Smashed to in the face with a basketball. He, that's happened several times. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And you feel the warmth of that begin to flutter down your throat, in and around your body, through your veins. Is that like a wisdom safe? Like in, in a magical way? Or yeah, does it... quickly, fast. Okay. Wisdom that tells me from. something. All right. Mm. Wisdom saving throw. No, um, is this against any yeah, kind of um, charm or frightened effect? No. Okay. Um, well, that's pretty good, though. Um, 18. Okay. Um, ah, give me the advantage. I don't, oh. I'm, I'm not, I don't always know exactly how those things work, but go ahead. Give me the advantage on that. Uh, well, that's better. So okay. that's a dirty 20. Okay. Um, you feel this kind of rush of anger as it kind of rises up and you, you start to feel yourself get hot. You sort of remind yourself that there's nothing angering you right now and you're able to kind of push it back down. So when I recognize that in that moment as like something supernatural yes, is, something is, is going happening. on for sure. When you drank it and if it was allowed to kind of penetrate you you were you were 
something. Silas is trying to remember, and I don't know how successful he is because Adam doesn't remember. <laughs> um, but he is trying to think about what color door Feruza went through. Does um, he happen to maybe remember that? Yeah, we'll give you, I can give that to you. You're pretty sure hers was like this white gray okay. mist of door. Do I remember anyone who had a red one? May have had a red door. May have had a red door. Mm, okay. Um, all right, so at this point, okay, In fact, listen. give me an investigation check, Silas. Okay. Um, that is, let's see, 18 plus. 18. Well, um, sorry, no, it's higher than that. Let's see, it's uh, 22. So you're remembering Feruza had a whitish gray door. Neb's was blue. Maeve's was red. Uh, um, Robin's was yellow. Yours was orange. And yours seems to be the only color not represented in these bottles. Yeah, so I'm going to share just for everyone's information. Okay, listen, this is going to take me a long time to try to explain this. And I'm like, I'm going to go around <laughs> each uh, person individually. But... I didn't really like detect anything at, uh, for the first two that I drank. On this last one, there was definitely something magical going on. Like, I think I'm okay. I mean, honestly, you might need to tell me whether I am, but like, I think I'm okay. But I okay. will say that I felt a super strong rush of anger in a way that like I haven't felt until I cut that guy up with that katana that one time. Um, and, um, and as that was happening though, like I, I like just kind of like swallowed it down like super, super fast. And I think that maybe my mind powers helped me do that, but I'm saying that like, it then made me think like, wait a minute, everybody had a colored door. And then does that match up with what's everything's going on? And I'm sure you all arrived there way before I did, but it made me think that. And uh, the only thing that I'm confused about is I know my door was orange and I don't see orange here at all. So I don't know if that's like actually what's going on, but I thought I would share the information. And as long as uh, you know, we're, we're okay with it. Uh, probably, honestly, you can't get to me right now. I'm probably going to drink the next one anyway, even if well, nobody's okay with it. You, you don't White. have orange, but red plus yellow makes orange. It does. And then what if like white and black make gray? Mm -hmm. Maybe so that's it. Kindergarten so science. Should, should I continue <laughs> down theory. the path? Science. Should, should I continue down the path to try to do the order all by myself to complete that sequence and possibly harm myself? Or should we stop right now and each of us try to drink our color? In, in the right order. In the right. I mean, order. for me, that's kind of the same thing. So I've got an easy answer there, but that's just me. Maybe you can try because what I can tell you is that like I felt like with the blue, actually aside real quick, Deborah, is yeah. it fair to say that I felt like the blue was trying to creep up on me in a way or did it feel <laughs> innocuous? So you tried the yellow. Oh, I thought I, I tried blue, right? No, you started you with didn't the, try Oh, no, I'm yet. sorry. You did try I'm sorry. No. You're right. You started with the blue. I'm sorry. You're right. Uh, so the, the blue and the green that you tried. Um, mm -hmm. No, you, you didn't tell anything okay. about those. All right. Well, strike that from the record then, yeah. uh, Lauren. Um, okay. but, I, but I'll say, I mean, it definitely could potentially work. And then that way, like, 
Wait, what what order was the the red or the yellow? The red is three, yellow is five. With white. So I between. don't know what order we I would need to do that in then. Yeah, that's it. It gets confusing. Also because some people only have one vial, and then others like you and maybe me would have two, maybe. You know what I mean? So I wonder. Yeah, I don't know if that's it. And How then, much is left in my blue vial since I've been experimenting What was with number it? four? <laughs> so this is like, what's the next one? Okay, white. White one. Okay. Uh, sorry, what was that, Neb? How much is left in the blue vial um, since I've been experimenting ounces. with it? You, you, you know, you used the first ounce to do your, your couple of droplets there. I'll pick up the blue vial and just hold it up at everybody. We haven't tried just taking a lighter to the ice in the center, have we? <laughs> Can I just try that first? Because Neb, just, like, haven't you tried to burn need, something? Maybe we just need to cut through the Surely guardian now. <laughs> like, I don't well, know. Let's try that. I mean, I, I was make... able to get the the paper out, but something tells me the magic isn't going to work. But you know what, Maeve? Let's give see. it a try. You can't. Maybe I'll tell I don't think something. it's going to work either. But Maeve <laughs> certainly is going to try and like smash her way through this a little. You have bit. a lighter, right? I have a lighter. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, you you flick up your lighter, you bring it close, and just as it had before, there's no reflection of the fire, and it's almost like the fire on your side bends back towards you, like it won't get close. Almost like there's a draft or something between you okay. and the sheet of ice. I'm still holding up the blue vial. You want to try it, Neb? Uh, <laughs> like I'm going to go ahead. Like I'm watching Neb. Yeah. But as Neb starts to drink, I'm going to do the white. You do the white. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to. I'm going to put emotional, uh, emotional support wolf down, and I will drink an ounce of my two ounces of blue. That okay. is a ten. That is Ooh. a ten. Um, wisdom saving throw. Uh, advantaged or yes. Go ahead and advantage for you. Oh, that's good. Um, that's very good because of that first roll. Okay, nice. Um. That's going to be an 18. All right. You feel this sort of rise within you. You start to go, man, everything is so wonderful and perfect in this world. We're going to get out of here and everything's going to be excellent. And then you sort of stuff it back down and remind yourself that you're somewhere underneath <laughs> feet and feet of ice. Okay. New information. Uh, actually, do we want to resolve Neb's drinking? Yes, let's resolve yeah. Neb's okay. thing because you're all kind of doing the same time. So, Neb, you drink uh, the second ounce of your three ounces yeah. on saving throw. Well, this went so well the last time. Let's do this. Uh, 15. A 15. Nice. Great. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. <laughs> um, that is a 19. A 19. Huge wave of just sorrow sort of gulps up into your throat but you look down at your beautiful support wolf standing there and you know that everything's going to be okay and you're able to kind of recenter yourself and stay here i'll put the vial down i'll pick the the wolf back up did anything change hey hey <laughs> hey changed. what 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 happened when you drank it because i've got some news what happened? Um, I start started to feel very depressed, and this then I like felt that better. Messed up Pixar movie with things in your head. Well, I was afraid for a moment that I was just um, I had put my my 
emotional support wolf down. And so I picked it back up again and I'm fine. Yeah, but it's, no, it, it's like it's like sadness or something. Like, didn't the poem say something about being blue? <laughs> you may be the first if you're feeling down. So yeah, these are tied to emotions. Are these like the stages of grief or something? I don't actually know what those are. Uh, <laughs> but there's only five stages of grief. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it's gotta be something because that time, like the first time, the first time that I drank the blood, it was like, yeah. Whoa, mad. and then the next time it was like, oh, everything's wonderful. Life is, is wonderful. And I choked that down because this place sucks. Okay. <laughs> but, but, but what I'm saying is they're affecting our emotional state. They're affecting our emotional state. And I'm like trying to pepper this across to everybody that I can yeah. so just looking back at the words it does say added it doesn't say anything about drunk you you want to put them together all of them together in it, one what's the biggest bottle or the biggest there... bottle go ahead oh go ahead no, okay. the, the biggest bottle would be the yellow bottle <sighs> okay I do I have an empty flask anywhere <laughs> I mean, I mean, of might, course, I do. might have well, to pour out the flask and pour out some of your liquor. You can I make one very quickly. I can make empty. Yeah. Um, I would like to try adding these in in order. Okay. Into my flask. All right. So your flask has a, a about an ounce oh, of something yeah. delicious. It is now empty. <laughs> um, so you know this, this might be this might be a potion with a kick for all we know. Um, so you add the blue. I will add the blue. Great. Followed Eight. by the green. Followed by the red, white, yellow, clear. clear. One thing you notice is that as you pour them into the flask, the flask does not hold as much liquid as all of this is, but somehow it is all fitting into your flask. At the time that you pour in the last of the black liquid, what's left swirling in there, it's very hard to see a color of it, um, but it's definitely liquid. It has quite a pungent aroma. Um, what does it smell like? Perception. Maybe we're supposed to drink that. Oh, nope, that's a five. It's pungent. Okay. It is strong. That's the remnants of the whiskey getting in the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it does, it's not particularly pleasant. Okay. Yeah. So Maeve, you, you've like mixology over there, right? And then like, are, are you, are you going to down it or do you want, I mean, I'll, I'll do it if you want me to, but. I'll do it too. Is, does it smell chemical or does it smell, it smells not edible, right? It's, is it smelling chemical or is it smelling Drano or I, I, I'll give you that. You you don't want to drink it. Kids, <laughs> when you have something that smells like Drano, do not drink it. I'll go further and say if you don't know what it is, don't drink it. <laughs> the Tide Pod Challenge. Uh, if you've mixed a bunch of things together, do not drink no. strange liquids well, you found in a cave. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. If strange liquids suddenly assemble in a space that seems smaller than they should fit in, don't drink it. If a poet encourages you to just uh, have a strange warlock appear. But good on you for reading poetry. 
Yeah, exactly. good on you for reading poetry. <laughs> All right, uh, Robin is going to, on the shelf. Yes. I don't know if anybody's already done this, but even if they don't fit into the slot, she's yes. going to put them in order. Gotcha. Okay. They they don't quite fit in the slots, but you are able to do it. A couple of them are a little, you know, mm-hmm. off balance, little leaning leaning tower potion, and uh, but you're they're in order on that little shelf. Okay. May well before before we give in to more taste testing, do you want to try? Smearing some on the ice. Do you want to, yeah, all the other things we were thinking? Dropping of. it. Um, all right. I guess it's. I guess it's actually kind of splashing it on the. Cool. So like holy water. Yeah. You splash a little bit onto the ice in front of you, and sss, it begins to Ooh. sear. The places where this mixed potion come, you know, impact that ice suddenly seem to start to steam, resembling some of the mist that you originally walked through. Maeve, you're a genius. Everybody mix your potions. I love how I got any of your potions. That's so exciting. Uh, do I have anything I could mix it into? Oh. Um... So, so I guess we should all just mix our potions then. Could you mix it into the... No, the blue one's too small. No, S- Silas good. is going to start mixing doesn't matter if the blue hand. one's too small. It's, yeah. It oh. seems to compact down. Maybe. He's going to start as mixing as in his hand, but with his friend is. helper of telekinesis, he's going to basically like, you know, it, it's going to act as if two other hands are there holding it. Okay. Um, and, oh, and then oh. he's going to mix it like that. And and he keeps asking everybody, wait, what was the order again? And he's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> and then he is going to throw it on there when he gets done. Okay. Um, as you are doing this, um, any bit that gets out, you know, through your cupped fingers, just sort of drops and freezes on the ground. But amazingly, as long as you keep it in kind of a contained section you can mix them together. Now you can see it more clearly as each color is added. It's like they swirl together like spin art um, at the carnival. If those of you 90s kids remember spin art. Um, <laughs> and, um, but as it continues to swirl in this space, it becomes more and more muddied, uh, becoming more and more of sort of a slop color, green, yellow, brown, black, sort of blah. Um, And that scent, the more you add, the more kind of this horrible scent wafts up out of it. What? Um, Hearing from both Maeve and Silas that container doesn't matter, Neb will pick up Mm -hmm. the blue one and Mm -hmm. start pouring in the correct order into the blue one. It makes room. Somehow, as you add, each of these liquids seems to just dissolve into the other one and you watch the colors shift and change until you have a small bottle of all of these. It smells terrible. It's okay. It doesn't need to smell good. It just needs to melt ice. So sorry, Silas, did you you yeah, yeah, the I, whole I definitely thing? I, I I threw the whole thing, but okay. then the other thing is is as I'm seeing yeah. everybody do this, yes. because I just like he has this like flash of, of like this would be so horrible if we melt all this ice away and then the shard just falls down into oblivion. And so like after oh, no. I throw that yes. after I throw that, I'm like concentrating on the shard and we'll try to catch it telekinetically. Gotcha. Okay. So as you throw the entire contents of this liquid into this space, it very quickly 
shoots all the way through the, the three feet of this ice, um, exposing real quick a corner of this mirror shard embedded in the middle. Um, and then the mist begins to fill that reminds you, slowly turning kind of an orangey color of your door. Everybody make a mess. I'm gonna hold. Make a mess. I'm gonna hold up the bottle that I've created and yes. look at um, Robin and Frozen and, and just kind of point at it and go together. Together. Okay. So and Feruza Feruza just start... and Robin, did you do the same, pouring it all into the blue bottle? Yes. All right. Yeah. So you're all prepared. Maeve has the mm-hmm. rest of hers in her flask. <laughs> I'm not gonna give a count or anything. I'm just gonna be really obvious, like. <laughs> so that they can follow along as close as possible. All right, you all throw your liquid onto your ice sheet in front of you. Um, again, there's a sizzle as you begin to see all of the mess, the, the ice begin to melt, water sort of trickling down at your feet as it melts in front of you. Get a quick little glimpse of the shard in front of you before the mist appears in your color. So we could, like, walk through? Yes. It looks like you could... All right, Robin will step forward. Robin, you step forward into this mist, and as you walk forward, you see the shard floating in the air in front of you. I think I'll first, like, look around to see if I see anyone else. Silas is walking. Same. All right. All five of you? picked up emotional support wolf, and I'm going to walk in. (laughs) You all encounter each other in this gray, misty void, a little slight aura of your color surrounding you as you look at this shard just floating there in the center, reflecting back the colors and light that surround your mist. Together? Grab it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or maybe we wrap, wrap it in cloth again. And I mean, I could grab it with my mind if we don't want to cut our fingers. But then you cut your mind. A mind is a terrible thing to cut. Well, let's all just try touching it at first and see what happens. And I'm going to start to poke a finger out towards it. All right, you're all reaching out with a finger. And Maeve reaches out and as she does, she goes, (laughs) And then Silas is like, yes, Maeve. He's rubbing off on you. As each of you make contact simultaneously with this shard it seems to almost as if a a a string is cut from above it begins to fall you were all there prepared and waiting you're able to get your fingers out and sort of get a hold of it at least one or two of you but at that same time there's a rumble in the ground below you and as you sort of feel it you feel cold snow begin to fall from above as the mist disappears. You look up about 30 feet above. You can see you're at the bottom of one of these crevices in the middle of the bowl and buckets of snow is starting to pour down as you hear the sound of an avalanche. Oh, excellent. It was a load bearing shard. Above. <laughs> Which one of you wants to grab the shard? I, I, I Silas, grab it. Silas said he was prepared. I buy that. Yeah. Silas, you get yeah. your hand around the shard and pull it towards you. We're now going to do something that I'm going to call a challenge gauntlet. Um, we are going to run this in essentially 
uh, an initiative order, but it's only going to have two turns per round. The avalanche's turn and your turn. The avalanche <laughs> is going to do what it does, and then the five of you will each get to take a round in any order that you like. So you can switch this up from round to round, but you'll each get to take a full turn within this time. So the avalanche's first move here is that it is triggered. Uh, hundreds of pounds of tons of snow and ice sheet begin to shift. You feel the ground beneath you. You can see a crack in the side walls of this, this space as the entire slab of ice begins to shift. Um, looking up, you can see snow. Buckets of it begin to fall into the crevice as it goes ahead above you and behind. It's about 30 feet up to the top of the ice sheet where the snow is falling down. Um, looking back, you can see the corridors from which you came, but they are starting to shake and ice is beginning to crack back within them. What would you like to do? Now that we've all uh, centered ourselves, could we all travel back down one quarter in the same direction? All together. Yes, all of the mist all is gone. You yeah. have access to anyone else's direction. Who uh, defeated their fine. monster? Can, 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 can I just uh, <laughs> can, can I just ask one more clarifying thing? Yes, so of course. You're saying thirty feet. Uh, we are seeing sky from where we currently are. Yes, you are. Okay, so there is sky. There is sky. And thir roughly thirty feet up. Roughly thirty. That feet is up. where the snow is falling, and theoretically, on top of that is some kind of plateau that we can't see. You, I mean, you're, you're not sure where, but it looks like from when you were hiking around, you saw these crevices in the bowl of the glacier. You don't know okay. where you are within the glacier, Got but it. this is what that looked like. So that if potentially you had fallen in a crevice, you would have fallen into something like this. So it's a long, jagged, you, you know, you can see that a lot of the pathways that you guys came down follow these crevices. Okay. Got it. I'll look at... Uh, Miss Robin still petting the, the the wolf and say, "Ah, well, my my awful thing is dead." We'll go that way. <laughs> okay, and I will turn around and start leading everybody back the way. Okay. I don't go my way. Uh, All I right. Mean, I don't really want to bring yeah. you my way in case there's more of these things. I look out for uh, horrible centipede scorpion things that are going to try to eat you alive, and I'll just keep going. All right, you, you all just start got following a centipede? Neb. I got a dragon. <laughs> I got a thog. <laughs> Did it try to eat you alive? Probably. Oh, well, then we're even. You all I begin will, to follow I will put Neb. emotional support wolf downs because I, I figure we're running at this point. You're all so. starting to run down that way. Mm -hmm. um, are you all spending your action to follow Neb, your movement, your dashing yes. in that direction? All right, you all begin to follow Neb as Neb begins to bring you down this maze of mirrored corridors in front of you. Ice is cracking next to you, beside you, above you, as you can, again, hear the rumble of the snow and the, the rock and the trees as it begins to run over your head. Um, as you look back, you can see that the behind you, the snow is rapidly filling up the chasm behind you. Um, you come back to the area where Neb, you can see the little fox. Do, body do I, is lying there on the ground. Do I see the body of the thing, the awful thing? You do see the remains of the okay. awful thing on the ground. Watch out for one of those, and I will just step, walk, run around it. But I'm going to point <laughs> it out to everybody just in case there's more. Great. You are continuing to follow the Neb as Neb runs? 
-hmm. All right, all of you continue to run. Now behind you, any light that had been coming through is gone. Um, you still hear this rumble above and snow begins to fall through the ceiling in certain areas that you can here. see. Um, up ahead, you're coming to one of these forks. You can either continue straight or you can go back around to, I guess, the left, I think. Oh no, right, I think that one. So when I entered, I, I entered and went to the left and then hit a T and then took a right. Yep. And the right is where I hit the the awful thing. Yes. So, so uh, now there's the other way you can go continue. So left so this also I'll go left and then mm -hmm. go right and that should take us to the beginning. You're trying to of get back maze. to your beginning of the maze? Yeah. Great. I mean I I'm a, and she'll ask. I, I'm assuming we're trying to get back to like the center center, right? Where Pivum is? That's as good a place as any. <laughs> That's where right. I'll lead everybody. Continuing to run in that direction, um, you get back to where that mist was. Um, there is no longer any mist. There is just a corridor that heads back out. Um, it is a, you know, sort of narrow channel. And now again, you can see that snow is rapidly filling in that space where you first came through. Oh, it's coming from both directions. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Do I see Pivum? You do not see Pivot. No. Okay, well, hopefully he got out of here before that all happened. <laughs> do, do we want to try to rush through and get back to the, the bird nest or just try to go up from there, from from here? What's our other, uh, our only other option is to go the other way at the turn, but that probably doesn't lead out either. Probably well, if there's, if there's snow up here, then that must mean there's another opening above, right? So if we want to go up, and I'll, I'll keep going forward until we're back into that big round space okay. to just to confirm, like, you come could forward go toward that round space. The snow has filled in entirely the entrance to this portion of the, the cave, and you can oh, still hear it packing it in. It doesn't feel like the snow is going to come any further into this entrance, but it is completely blocked, uh, and you can still hear the rumble of it outside. And the floors are completely solid. Like there's nothing, like you don't see a trap door or anything like that. You want to give oh, me an investigation God. check? Yes. Okay. Actually, you can do it. My investigation is minus one. Is minus the snow one. continuing to come in behind us at this point? No, I mean, you don't see it, you know, yeah. down the quarters, but the ice is cracking. There's definitely still coming through from above where things are shifting. Um, in fact, where you are now, I'll offer you're in this little antechamber where all of these corridors came off. You can see that the rock is actually being pulled with the the weight of all of the snow. You know, you have, I'll offer to Feruza even with this roll, you feel you have been steadily moving upwards. Um, yeah. That okay. where you were was lower and you've been slowly, you know, climbing upwards. And of course there is this long ladder, but that you are, um, you know, towards kind of the, the top third of this glacier at this point. Um, and there is still snow trickling in as things crack above your heads where this sort of thin light was coming through. Now the snow is beginning to fall in buckets closing off the way behind you. But we are nowhere near the ladder at this point. Sorry? We are nowhere near the ladder at this point. You we are nearer to the yet? ladder. You have, you've made it to that first antechamber. The okay. ladder mm -hmm. has been, the way towards the ladder has been completely buried, blocked in snow. Okay, that's okay. But looking up, we can see a uh, uh, crevasse, a uh, sun. Not in the snow? antechamber. The antechamber is completely rock. But oh. back in the mirror maze ice area, 
the the sky has fallen, the ceiling is falling, um, snow is beginning to fill that in, ice is beginning to fill that in. You can see the crack of where everything is shifted along the walls. Um, really, there is no way forward or back at this point as you are slowly buried from end to end in snow. So it's up. Up's covered. Okay. Did I've we take any potions with us? <laughs> the rumble begins to slow and stop, and you lose the sound as everything goes silent. Do you think it stopped? Silas, Silas lights up his ring to give us light. I don't hear anything. So we probably, uh, do you think we can start a fire down here just to see, like, can we melt ourselves out of this? Well, the first thing I thought was those of you who do have fire powers can maybe melt us out. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I can certainly help with that. Or in the, the antechamber, that, is there anywhere where there's actual rock or is everywhere ice at this point? So it is all rock around you, but there's there's melted ice and icicles hanging from the ceiling, and you know everything has like a like a coating of ice and frost on it, some okay. sort of hoarfrost that has the. the Who is this? Who is this? Why do you have just? Why do you just have a little puppy with you now? <laughs> I needed an emotional support wolf. I needed a friend. I really is it like a here forever or, or what? Like I don't know. Is it but... like my coffee pot? Is it going to go away? Because uh, that's really tragic, actually. If it goes away, what happens to it? Let's not think about that right now because there was already a lot of tragedy in the last uh, however long it's been. And Neb, still holding emotional support, Wolf is going to walk up to a wall where mm -hmm. she can see rock within 30 feet mm -hmm. and the same way when we were coming down that uh cliffside to go to the underwater adventure where she started pulling out stone pieces right she's gonna concentrate on the rock and just try to uh no if your target area loses you should i can excavate it and move it uh it's a five foot cube okay. so can i an entire five foot cube of rock and just pull it out sure um as you pull that five foot cube the void immediately fills with snow the pack from outside um mm. around it that begins to fill in that gap um wherever it can reach yes can i ask are there is there there's ice in here right yes there are we seeing reflections you are seeing reflections in the are, light from silas's ring are they in sync with us or are they investigation check sync? or perception check sorry perception check mm -hmm. um that landed on a corner <laughs> that is a 20 21. just as you saw before this ice like the rest of the ice in the mirror seems to be just a little off you're seeing something a little bit different in your reflection than yourself. Your expression, your you know, the, your even your physicality. Sometimes it's off in time. Sometimes it's a little off in image. But it's it's subtle. Uh, it is not quite as as um, extreme as it was in the mirror maze. But here, it is still a little bit happening. Is there anything different about the snow around us or the the antechamber that we can see in those reflections? 
uh, no, I think you are the only thing that's being reflected. Okay. Differently. Okay, so right now we're like in a. It's starting to get very, very cold. Yeah, but can can we just try a fire? Like, see if it can, like, burn through something? Yeah, 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 sure. So the last time we were in this antechamber, the fire didn't work up against the ice. I'm just. Definitely should just try it, just to be sure. It's worth a try. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful, though. You burn away ice, it'll just, or uh, snow, it'll just fill in more snow. It's compacted from above. Uh, she'll... Miss Robin, you used to take people out mountaineering. What are you supposed to do in an avalanche? What? Did you? Uh, w- am I making that up? No, you're I fine. I thought yeah. that was spelunking. Go ahead. Give me an advantaged uh, survival check. What oh, actual survival check? Look at hey. that. Wow. Uh, 17. 17. You know that being buried by an avalanche is one of the most dangerous situations any person can be. Now, it is helpful Mm -hmm. that there is more of you. You know that the things that will get you is, first of all, the ice will begin to harden, which will make it very difficult to move. Second, hypothermia. Um, It begins to get extraordinarily cold to the point where your body can no longer stand it. And then once you are out of oxygen, suffocation. Um, You are in a larger area, so you feel good about that, but there are more of you. Uh, so this is fairly dire. Oh, so uh, regarding oxygen, should we worry about fire? So it's just like, you know, another day <laughs> in this horrible yeah. place. Uh, well, I'll do this real fast because Maeve might be right. And I'll fire fist and then stick my hand against the wall and see, does it melt the ice? The wall ice does not respond to your fire, no. Okay. It was worth a try. All right. I can um, move the rock, but I can't move the ice. Uh, now there's snow that has filled in the door, which is different than the ice on the walls. Oh, yeah. Seeing Veruza look, I'll put the fire fist into the snow and see what happens. The snow does respond. The snow melts. But what you notice as you are melting the snow, you know, the bit of it that melts and goes away, but everything along the sides, what was sort of porous snow now becomes to freeze and become ice. Uh, much less porous, harder. Okay, so goodness. One minute has now passed. What if we go check down the other way? Just uh, Robin's just going to start looking for a way out. She's going to go down to where we turned and go Mm -hmm. the way we did not go. So you can no longer reach that first. Oh, really? That space there is snow that has come through. But I'll allow a perception check there, please. As we move around, what hole did you find in your corridors? Oh, what? What was sorry? Was that wrong? Nine. Nine. Yeah. As you, you, know, you sort of investigate each of these five corridors that you all went down, they're all blocked now by ice and snow that has shifted. Um, and you can't really tell if one is better than the other, but give me um, a nature check advantage just again with your knowledge. Twenty-one. Because you have been mountaineering and you have seen avalanches in a much more controlled environment, you know, some of the uh, uh, controlled instigated avalanches to keep areas safe before mountaineering. Um, Obviously, 
if you are closer to the top, there is less snow covering you um, versus lower down where you're going to be underneath all of the new snowpack. So now that the avalanche has stopped, you do feel good that you you all decided to go up to get into rock where it couldn't actually bury you alive. Um, you know, you have given yourself more time, you are certain. Mm. Sorry, Jen, what was your question? Oh, no, I, I was just wondering if what all of you had seen in your hallways. Well, apparently Ned got a puppy and the rest of us got monsters. I mean, I got a monster too, the, that horrible uh, centipede thing that was yeah. smashed to bits. Uh, it was inside of that fox and I came along and it decided that it didn't want fox anymore. It wanted to eat me. And I got I got um, the paralyzed and it was eating me. And then and then I, I kind of wished I had a friend and now I've got a wolf. So things got better, but that's that's that was what I encountered. And then also like there was really cool reflections on the wall, but I don't think that has anything to do with what we're doing here. I can tell you about that later. Yeah, I came upon a, a, a Yeti that I am um, sort of convinced to go away. <laughs> didn't, I didn't kill him, but he's I convinced him to go away like a mean girl, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if I could have convinced this thing to go back to eating the 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 fox, I totally would have. And you will notice because she hasn't healed it yet, like the the part of her left arm where this thing was chowing down is just bloody and disgusting. Uh oh, <laughs> little little bits of you can literally see the little teeth marks. The little Eesh, no, marks. nope, um, nope, nope. She, she, scratches, she scratches the wolf a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, well, did anybody encounter a monster that would be helpful in this situation? I had a dragon that was protecting eggs. Like a literal dragon. Like it wasn't yes. like very big. Well, like, have it come and breathe fire and get out. Oh, yeah. Get like it, it wasn't very friendly, Maeve. Well, they like didn't it, just get out of the way when it breathes fire. Uh, Maybe I can that bully seems it. Like a great idea. <laughs> First, if there's anyone that can bully a dragon, it's you. But I'm to be clear, saying. we can't get back to the dragon, right? Not that yeah. that way is not possible any yeah. more so, at least to your yeah. immediate senses, oh, than the other okay. way. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we're getting back to any of the, uh, the creatures that we encountered, Miss Miss Robin. And I'm pretty sure we don't have long left to live here. Well, that's that was going to be my question for Miss Robin. So, do you suggest we go in a specific direction, and then we'll just put all our effort into that direction? This packed snow that's blocking us from the ladder, how tall is this room that we're seeing? So this room was about five feet tall. The entryway to it was four and a half feet or so. Um, okay. The entire doorway is covered as well as some, you know, the trickle off from that has fallen in, you know, five feet into this sort of 10 by 10 room here. Um, that's what you make sense of. All right, everybody. Now you remember when you came down the ladder that you could see underneath the glacier that you were, you know, you sort of went down a channel between the rock and the bottom of this snowpack, this ice pack. Well, you all Which presumably went is what has fallen into the thing, down into it. All right. Well, I mean, there's one thing we, we can't forget. Um, I do have an axe. I do like to swing it. So, you gonna dig? Where we need to, I can try. 
I mean, I suppose we can try to dig our ways our ways out, but it's most likely unless there's less snow than we think there is, it's just going to keep caving in on us. Hmm. Oh, so we're worried about it caving in on us. That's the biggest thing. Can we as we cave in? Can we do, Farisa? Can we do like a team up and because. I can't burn away all the snow because it, it'll turn to ice, but maybe I can mm-hmm. make like a, an ice ceiling above us and oh. you dig out the rest of it. And so more of it doesn't fall. Is that something? It, is the snow um, like, can we tell? Is it like, is, is it packed already? Like really packed already? Or is it still loose in any kind of way? It is currently still loose. It is becoming, oh. it's getting hardened where where Neb melted it in some areas. And I'll offer again to Robin's knowledge that she can share as you ask that question. The longer you wait, the more it's going to refreeze and pack and harden. But as of now, it's probably still fairly powdery. Okay. Uh, Really quick, uh, you guys have the shard somewhere, right? It's somewhere in someone's hands or pocket, the shard somewhere. Uh, Yes, I've got it. Okay. Okay. I, I forgot I have it, but I have it. It's <laughs> oh, like who we're look in it, the shard. Maybe there's something to see in it. Silas does not touch the shard. Uh, he grabs uh-huh. it with his mind okay. and like pulls it out and just floats it around. Yeah, it reflects nothing. Mm. So it's to us. All right, All right. here, quick. Is there so? Let's act like we were at a Home Depot. Okay. Is there any kind of equipment that I would have any idea about what it is that would help us get out of this situation? Because I have been able to completely make things out of thin air and I might be able to do something to help us. But the fact is, I don't know if you know this, but I've never been caught in an avalanche and I have no flipping clue what might help us in this situation. Miss Robin, you seem to know the, the most about this. What what piece of equipment do you think would help us the most? A pickaxe? In order to get out of here? Like, I mean, I thought flamethrower, like I almost went flamethrower, but then burning it seems like a bad idea. Was it in The Incredible where they had the giant drill little compartment thing in it. Yeah, just, like, I don't know if yeah. I can do that, maybe. Like, that might yeah. be stretching Well, you asked what just... we could get into. <laughs> hey, no bad <laughs> ideas. Fireball. I'm just saying that that's beyond, <laughs> beyond my current limits. One day I will make the drill, um, the, the drill creature monster thing. Um, but Ooh. not today, bro. Mm. There is an answer, and we all have it. We just are not accessing it yet. Neb had started looking through her bag and she just pulls out a small crowbar with number 18 on it. She's like, well, this is... God. I can start digging with this. That's all I got. And the fire. I mean, no, seriously, there's some kind of power equipment that doesn't require power. Um, Like electricity, I mean, like, I maybe I can make it with a battery. I don't know. Like, I haven't tried that yet, but... Like, like a snowplow? Like one of those little... No, actually, I did make something with a battery because remember when we were in the water... Like, I don't know if y'all thought that I just found that or what, but I found it in my mind. I just made one of those little, like, things. Whoa, like, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I don't uh, even know what they're called, but I've seen them before. Can, can you make a one of those uh, handheld snow plows, snow, snow blowers? 
I'm sure I can. Like, um, uh, I've it's never seen far. one, but we could try it. Oh, yeah, you're from the South. You wouldn't have seen yeah. one. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, snows, we are completely useless. Nobody can even drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe is there something we could make that would make breathing easier so we have a bit more time? I can. Oh, I can't. Because <laughs> we're completely enclosed, right? Completely like enclosed, like a tomb almost. Yep. Okay. Um, so if the things we need to be aware of are, are getting too cold or not being able to yeah. breathe and the ice yeah. hardening, maybe we can work on one of those. But that means issues. that we got to move fast too because the ice going to keep hardening. Can, can Robin yeah. make... But if we got three issues and we can work on one of them. Okay. Can, can Robin make some sort of uh survival or nature check to recall if trying to dig right now would be a good idea or a bad idea if Go we just started to a, dig an, a survival check okay because i really just want to crack us out of here so oh i got 12 for 21 21. so it depends how deep you are right yeah. if you're okay. packed under 30 feet of snow it's just gonna keep packing down and on you but five feet Maybe you could displace enough. You just don't know how deep you are at this point. Now you have these tunnels. You have probably, probably 30 square feet okay. of space oh God. that you are playing you. with. So okay. even if it displaces, it yeah. can just come in on us a little yeah. bit more. All right. You have yeah, some volume to play with in here, I um, mm -hmm. but if it's if it's more than thirty feet of pack, you're gonna start having trouble with where to put snow. But you got about As 30, 30 square feet. I don't know what else to do. Is there like a snow vacuum I can make that like pulls it in one side and shoots it out the other, or? Well, I mean, I mean that's again, a snowblower. That's a snowblower. <laughs> okay. Like, which is yeah. which southerner asses. <laughs> Miss 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 Robin, do do you think and she hasn't actually lit up her hand because she's very well aware of like the amount of oxygen that might be left and she has no idea whether this actually consumes oxygen, but she'll hold up her her hand and say, Do you think I could melt a sheet of ice above us quickly enough so that it doesn't come like if Feruza's digging out and I'm making an ice ceiling, do you think that would work? Or is there gonna be too much snow? It's hard to say unless we try. And and if we try to dig through the snow and see how much is actually above us, I think the only way is to try to find out first. And Robin will, if Robin were to try to climb, well, you said this this is only five feet tall, right? Yeah. Or in the doorway. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the, um, the tunnel leading to the the ladder, right? Yes. It's sort of, that's that's the that's sort of the direction you all have been focusing is the tunnel leading toward the ladder. Robin, you checked out the five other tunnels that belong to you. They all have been filled up with snow as well, um, and you weren't sure how deep that snow was. Um, but again, you have about five cubed feet from each of those hallways, and another five cubed feet in this antechamber here. We, we know we know that that way at least leads up. So like we should. Mm -hmm try to scoop out snow and see if we can get lucky and get to the top there. You mean up toward the highest point? To, to the ladder. Towards so, the ladder. Okay. 
Yeah, back the way we came, basically. All right. Okay. Robin will take out her little her little shovel. To... <laughs> I mean, seriously, do we want something more than this? You can try, yes, if you want. I'm just trying to get an idea of what we're dealing with here. Yeah, Silas, maybe hold off on creating something until we until we've got that information. Is yeah. there enough room for people to help with this, or is it? Yeah, just... absolutely. Yeah. So, so, do the do the five of you want to focus on kind of digging out this yes. area here? Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on trying to melt the top to prevent more from coming in and see if that even kind works. Of an ice an ice ceiling a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. with the um, like as snow is coming in where we are, I'm going to use telekinetic force to try to like sweep it essentially yeah. like uh, away so, from us gotcha. as much as possible. Okay. So. As Maeve and Robin and Feruza dig out either with trowels or axes or hands or whatever you have, start trying to dig snow out. Silas, you're going to, you know, fireman style, move it off into the tunnel areas, clearing the space so that as it fills back in and Neb has your, her, um, fire hand up at the ceiling, trying to create kind of a, a seal along the top. Okay. I'm going to say you work at this for about five minutes. Okay. Yes, snow comes back in on you, but what Neb is doing seems to be helping. And with Silas displacing the snow, after five minutes, you are starting to create something of a tunnel, of a small tube leading out in here. As, as Neb kind of seals up the edges, you can create kind of a space. And you do think it's getting lighter as you move through it. Um, however, it is now extraordinarily cold. And I would like constitution oh. saving throws from all of you. Mm. As um, this is also going on, I just yes. wanted to um, throw out there that Silas is um, pretty consistently, uh, because the telekinetic thing is a bonus action um, to, to move that in that way. Silas mm -hmm. is pretty continually um, attempting to uh, reach Pivum on the off chance that Pivum heard this and has made his way there. Um, now it is blocked. I want to be clear, like this is blocked by like a foot of stone. Um, so basically yep. it's yep. just on the off chance that we get just snow in the way, but within 120 feet in the general direction of this opening, Silas is continually trying to uh, say words to Pivum, and it is only Pivum that would hear it because it has to be somebody I'm familiar with, but um, but I'm trying to telepathically reach out. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So yes, constitution saving throws from everyone. And if it is I against have... if it is against cold, you can take advantage, Alicia. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. Also fifteen. Fifteen. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. All, all my heat is going towards making the tube. I got a four. <gasps> I got a seven. Okay. Feruza, Robin, mm -hmm. and Neb. The cold is really getting to you. You have been down here now five minutes without any source of heat as you all begin to shake. Oh my gosh. 18 points of cold damage. Robin collapses. Um, Robin I, collapses from the cold, unable to stand anymore. Are you unconscious? Yes. Robin is unconscious as you see the sort of blue begin to peek in around the edges of her face. Her lips are turning purple. Same for Neb. She 
or falls both. into she falls unconscious and the last thing is she's still petting the uh emotional support wolf which then dissipates into stardust as and so as up, it's almost like going to sleep at a certain point you just can't move anymore and as you curl mm -hmm. up around your limbs mm -hmm. and begin to shake you close your okay. eyes and stop moving. Fruzzi, well, I, I guess that answers that question about the, the puppy going away. But but hey, 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 no, no time for naps right now. And Silas is going to cast a spell on each of them in turn. He's going to go to Robin first because he was just closer to her. And um, I'm going to uh, cast uh, to cure both of their wounds. Mm -hmm. And um, I can roll that real quick uh so it's gonna be 12 points back for robin and uh only 10 points back for Mib. hey that's um, 10 more than i had a moment ago their eyes yeah. and opening you can see nice. that there's frost beginning to to land on their eyelashes in their eyebrows just beginning to kind of hold on to that the rest of you even though you're withstanding it all have blue lips uh, it is getting harder. You can feel the moisture in your skin beginning to crystallize and freeze, but you're holding it off for now. Hey, this is like the fourth quarter in the championship game, everyone. We got it. We got to punch through. We got no choice. We got to get through here. Yeah. Uh, Neb takes a moment, looks for the dog or for the wolf and doesn't see it and just kind <laughs> of. Yeah, I, I, right. I think I think it went down the tunnel. I think I think it went down the tunnel. It'll come back. I think I think Neb appreciates your attempt, but she can probably feel like she's not focused on this this creature she summoned anymore, and so she just kind of gives you a little little like thanks nod and is going to go back to. I mean, just feeling. remember, Charlie. They all go to heaven. <laughs> and Maeve, no, actually, Maeve's, Maeve's too young to understand that. <laughs> yeah, Neb is too young to understand that. Reference. Yeah, versus is like, what? <laughs> None of you had awesome parents. Who's Charlie up to date? <laughs> Listen, um, I also did not read Old, old Yeller, okay? I will go back uh, to okay, that's freezing the okay. ceiling. You're continuing on Got with it. your same plan? Uh, yes. Yeah, until someone tells me otherwise. It's getting lighter, right? It so is it seems lighter. like we are on the right progress. Yeah. path. You all dig, continue dig, dig. working. It is exhausting, back-breaking work. Every muscle in your body hurts, um, but you force yourselves to continue to pull this snow and move this snow. Um, things get colder. You can feel the air getting thinner, but a little bit of a draft now appears to be coming <gasps> through that snow towards the front as you finally punch through and see <gasps> Harsh Don't stop now. wind blows through in the face of whoever's in the i mean robin yeah, you with your little trowel your trembling blue fingers now covered in ice um frostbitten uh you know open that feel this blast of cold air in your face as it begins to waft through and you you yell back to the others don't stop now um uh neb and and feruza behind her in this little tunnel that you have created and frozen begin to finally seal off this opening as Robin, you stick one arm out and the other pulling yourself through to look forward. As you look out 
you can feel that the weather has shifted dramatically while you were down below. There is harsh winds out here. Some snow is falling. As you look up above you, you can see the nest, uh, you know, a good 40, 50 feet further up from where you are. The ice sheet, as it had been before, has completely shifted. There's rocks and snow going all the way down the mountain. And as your eyes track down to the train station, the train is gone. Is it gone, like, <laughs> gone, gone, or is it potentially buried? No way to know. You cannot see the station. It is entirely covered in snow. The snow has continued down the mountainside, brushing away, just scraping away trees with it beneath the tracks. Okay, so Robin is the one who sees, sees this. No, Robin you don't is see the it. Okay, so it's Robin sees this. Stuck. It's just, you know, <laughs> I'm imagining it's a lot of work to clear this snow, and I'm imagining yeah. you're basically doing a humanoid, medium sized. I am powerful build, however. <laughs> you are. You are yeah. you're squeezing to get through here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um Robin sees this and No time to stop now. Keep moving. <laughs> she doesn't okay. want to let them know they're out. Okay. Okay. Do you pull we yourself out, okay. Robin? Yeah. All right. Robin pulls herself out. Um, you still have your snowshoes on, which is good in this case. It's still, you know, it is really like icy but you just dig your feet using your survival training to get that purchase that you can with those snowshoes giving you a wider surface area is really helping to stabilize you again all of your joints you are frozen to the bone as you reach in barely able to help the others as you all wiggle your way out and see the devastation in front of well, at least the nest is okay, but I I don't know if Pivim is an, or the the train. Which general direction did we came from? That direction, right? And Fruz is pointing straight down. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we came from. Mm -hmm. I get lost so all the time. I have no idea. What was the next stop on our journey? I don't know, some kind of forest. Good question. Now we're supposed to go to the Tharnshaw Wilds. But we need to find the... Well, we should find Pivim first, make sure he's okay, and then we need to find the train because the train. that's P where... Pivim's very resourceful, though, and, like, you know, if he's made it back to the train, like he said, yeah, maybe he should, have, he should have wood in there that he should be able to get to. He can burn yeah. something, the probably. The train so. is is gone so it's not buried it's gone you don't know we don't you just we see snow we okay. should head okay. towards and yeah. no tracks no station i mean everything is underneath snow you're not sure where the train is well, okay we have to go back that way then we'll yeah. head that general direction yeah all right yeah. let's go let's with go. your crampons and your snowshoes very carefully very slowly making your way down this glacier now the crevices have all been filled in with snow and rock um, at this point. You know, you can see bare rock beneath you. I mean, this entire sheet has just scraped. You can see the striations where ice has dragged away at the stone beneath. Um, bare earth exposed beneath there. Um, as more gentle snow begins to fall above, it is wicked cold as you sort of grab your, your jackets around you, but at least you can breathe. 
and with the effort of walking that is starting to warm up your bones. I'll, I'm gonna look up at the falling snow and take a minute and feel what my kidney says about the next 24 hours. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, your kidney tells you that this is, um, um, this has been going for a while. This is a, a pretty heavy snowfall from the last bit and that the temperature changed drastically um, during this time, but that you're starting to come to the end of this particular snowfall that probably, you know, now, oh gosh, I don't even know what time of day it's supposed to be. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I think, you know, we're, it was like midday when you started out. It's probably really dusky, pretty much almost dark um, at this point. You think by midnight, the snow should stop. I'll relay that, just kind of, it, it's an idle thing that she just says, oh yeah, well, the snow's gonna end probably in a couple hours. It's still gonna uh, be how cold, do you, How do you know that? A kidney. You're, like, is this like a magical thing? Magical thing, or like just something that you're kind of making up? <laughs> well, I'm not making it up. I've just always kind of, I thought we talked about this, you know, how sometimes you kind of feel I'm it so in your joints. breaks their leg can feel the rain coming. the longest 10 days of my yeah. life. Like yeah, I, no, I, I just always things. kind of feel it in my kidneys. <laughs> I, I've just always been able to kind of tell. But at, at least there's good news that the snow is, it's it's abating. Abating. Yeah. yeah. It's still going to be cold, but at least there won't be a lot more snow coming, at least in the next so, day. So um, as we get up, you know, yeah. well, actually, Silas is going to say this to everyone. If we can't make it back to the train, we're going to have to make it somewhere that we have shelter that we can build a fire and everything else. And so um, like a as we get up to a, a, any kind of elevation, he's going to start looking around to see if we can orient, you know, is there, you know, a cave somewhere close by? Like, can we see the flipping ocean in the distance? Right. You know, like so anything you, we can orient. you are walking down the glacier to go down towards where the train is. At least that was the direction I understood you all sort of yeah. starting to head. So mm -hmm. as you're walking from the highest point that you were at Silas during this entire trek, that'll probably take a good hour and a half to get down there safely. Um, mm -hmm. I'll, you know, I'll allow you are constantly on the lookout for something there. So give me an advantaged investigation check. Oh, you can do that, please. And that is going to be plus four. Great. Something about what has happened has made your senses keener. The desperation, the fear of exposure and the knowledge, the fact that the train is gone, your only shelter the mirror, everything you've known, all of your equipment that you didn't bring with you is just wiped. My basketball signed by Michael Jordan is gone. on the train. You have no idea where it is. Sharpens your senses. There is the forest. You can see off to two other sides that would give you some protection from the elements. You remember that obviously the snowfall within the trees is not as intense. You do not see any caves. However, there is the bird's nest up at the top. Um, not that you want to go back that way. <laughs> what the There's the bird's nest and some of those crags up at the top of the mountain did protect you from some wind, things like that. And of course, you could of course make some sort of a snow, you know, there's a little bit of memory from movies and things like that of people sort of using the snow to insulate and create some more. Actually, uh, I'll just let everybody know real quick. Like, so, you know, judging by what we see of the sun here, 
It's going to be nighttime. It's going to be cold. If Neb's kidney is right, and this is going to keep going until at least midnight, we are not going to be able to dig out the train if that's what we're going to have to do today. So we probably need to find shelter. Now, as I said, I can create things out of thin air and something I am very intimate with is a hot tent because we used to use them when we went hunting when I was a kid with my dad and we absolutely could could be fine in such a tent um, if, if we want to try to do that to just wait it out for the morning before we determine what else we're going to do here. I like the idea of setting up camp in the woods and getting some fires going. Uh, I, I also like I don't know what a hot tent is, but it sounds great. How, how yeah. I never can... killed anything, by the way. I never agreed with that. Like I always just, you know, brought the old like camcorder out there and I would try to like capture them that way. But then like all of my family slaughtered a whole bunch of deer. Um, and it was kind of traumatic to be honest, but we, um, we definitely, definitely had a hot tent. You couldn't like have a... just left it. If we had a tent. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Maeve, may sometimes I overshare things. Um, and I've so noticed. I'm trying to work on that. I apologize. But um, uh, yeah, there was no reason to bring my trauma into this. So I apologize about that. But It's okay, um, Silas. But we're, we're going to, like, I can absolutely, I'm you very intimately aware of also mentioned something about slaughtering people with a sword or something earlier. It was a katana, so. actually, yeah. Fantastic. And that's what I referred to earlier. Like, you know, it's been a while, I think. Like that I said, the longest like, 10 days of our lives. But That sounded like self-defense, uh, but this is- It this was, is, it was, very this, much. This 10 days, but it felt like a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a, a year and a month or so. All right, um, trees, fire, hot tent? Yeah. Sounds like where should we put, where, where should we, where are you gonna put the tent, Silas? Do we need to disguise it? Um, there birds from I'm making it up in my mind, so I assume that I could make it camouflaged, okay. potentially, oh. and then we could and then we could take you know brush and leaves if we can find that in the forest and make it like one of those sniper movies. Also, we've got a Feruza, and that bird is terrified of the Feruza. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to lean into it now. <laughs> And I say that with nothing but love and admiration. So does this hot tent include a hot tub? Uh, no, no, what? we would have to make that ourselves, I'm afraid. Um, I mean, I don't think, I don't think anyway that I can like fully stock it. Like, cause otherwise I would be like mini bar and it would be like, you know, I am like, here. Yeah, I know. I'll try that at some point, but, but maybe we should survive first and then we'll, we'll do some magical experimentation after okay. that. And Ned has berries. Right now? Yes. I can make more. Sorry. Okay. So, as you get down towards the bottom where you think the train station was, um, yeah. it is just a mass of snow and rock that is now steadily hardened into ice. Uh, those of you with only the snowshoes on are having to be very careful and slipping and holding on to others because this is cold, packed ice now. The, the gently dropping snow from above is helping some to mitigate that, but wherever you find that, it is slippery. It is also deep. 
Um, you are definitely seeing no sign of the station below you. Um, you begin to continue working your way diagonally just, towards just the trees. As, yes. Real quick, as we are passing through there, I am yep. just on the off chance. Again, like Silas is not yep. good at directions or navigation, so he might not even get it right. But as we think we're in the place that the train might be, mm -hmm. he is going to try to scan and just send out like he, he just is literally mentally saying like SOS Pivum, SOS Pivum, and is just trying to see if he gets lucky. What is the range on that? Uh, it's 120 feet. 120 feet. Nice. But again, I do I do want to make sure um, yeah. that uh, so it is blocked by yep. uh, one foot Lead. of stone, uh, one inch of common metal. Well, that's the train. So if he's right. not on the outside of the train, well, right. I don't know. Is a train wall an inch thick of metal? I don't know. I don't know. In, in some it places, it would be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then uh, three feet of wood mm -hmm. blocks the spell. Um, yeah, you're sending out this SOS trying to detect any kind of thoughts or anything you can, and you are getting no response. Yeah. I don't share that with anyone, by the way. Like, I'm just kind of whispering under my breath and then... Gotcha. You make your way over towards the woods, getting yourself to go sort of diagonally, climbing up over these boulders of ice that have rolled themselves up, uh, you know, like in the old cartoons that they went down. Um, and finally find the undisturbed tree line where many of the trees are pushed halfway over as the, 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 the snowpack pushed them to the side. But you make your way down, you do find instantly, it is, it is a quite a bit warmer in here with that canopy of, of tree, um, mm -hmm. the pine tree. Um, and Silas, you think as hard as you can, imagining this little tent. It has no floor, but it has a hole in the center um, so that smoke can rise up and you can create some fire in the middle, um, as well as the size in this kind of canvas tent. It's about a hexagon shape. Um, you imagine it, you all clear away some snow and mm -hmm. leaves, placing this down, erecting it in the middle of this like small clearing between these trees. You begin to pile leaves and branches along the side of it. As you huddle inside, um, barely enough room for each of you, um, you know, for Ruza again, folded up yeah. three times on yourself really just warm. to kind of fit your the back of your head scraping up against the top. Um, as you now all pretty well know how to make a fire, you set that up, the smoke billowing up into the night sky above you. You close one panel of the tent and that is where we will leave you tonight as you begin to oh, nurse God. your wounds. Thank you, players. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everyone at home. Uh, pray for our heroes. We'll see you next time. And please remember that life is the most wonderful fairy tale. Good night. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Erte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.